My guess is that probably the dick cheese underneath an uncircumcised hood <laughs> might be slightly better than that. Definitely stinkier than Brie, though. <laughs> but it might have a fine age with a nice poutine on but, it. <laughs> I'm sure it's in Thailand somewhere. Would you would you like some dick cheese on your yeah. on your pasta, sir? Uh, uh, I never eat pasta without dick cheese, so yeah, yeah it's on a special menu along with our Thursday th- Thursday. <laughs> just, just sprinkle it on, yeah. you know. Yeah. Where someone's like, "Would you like Would you like some blue cheese?" And it's like, "Oh, blue cheese! It's just rotten, moldy cheese." No, I'll take the dick cheese, please. Yeah. That's organic. That's what. That's what <laughs> Thank you. Our uncircumcised cook has been brewing it in his. Oh. <laughs> In his uncircumcised hood for the past six months, <laughs> it's, got, it's got a lovely, it's got a lovely scent of oak. Yes, <laughs> he's a hardwood M- man. <laughs> M- <laughs> Musky pine, a little bit of oak. Yeah, you're gonna like it. Yeah, like it. Uh, it's it, he. He also uh, he likes to fragrant it with with spruce tips. Yes. interestingly enough. So, and if he's been having a lucky time with the ladies, right. you might get a little 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 fishiness. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about male anatomy here. Why'd you have to go so lowbrow? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay. We're going to be pretty light on the news this week, because I don't know if you if you noticed, there was like a two-hour-plus-long two episode that dropped before this. We actually, we, we, we will drop two episodes this we've, week. We've had a heavy three or four yeah. episodes in a row here. Isn't it, that's, that's just like me. Take a month off, then come back. Work yourself to death. Yeah, <laughs> that's just that's just that's just in me. That's just what I do. Yeah, I felt holiday spirit. I feel so guilty <laughs> that I felt like I had to do it. But no, I mean, me and Jay, me and Jay, like recorded. We ended recording. Investors Day was the next day, and there's a ton of fucking news. And I literally like jumped on my phone and I was just like, Oh my god, what can you come over? And 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 he's like, I don't think I want to talk about any of this oh, stuff I, at all. I I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. I could not believe so the amount of shit that they dumped on us. I mean, a. T- Fun. It's fun. And but it wasn't for us. Like that's the thing. It wasn't for oh, us at all. Well, yeah, but still, it's news and it's news for the, if the it was movie for, world. If it was for us, those sizzle reels that they were showing, those secret trailers that they were showing to the investors, we would have saw it on YouTube on the right. live stream. But they were like, No, 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 no. You fanboys, you're gonna you're here for the news. You're not here for we need to tantalize the shareholders. See there you have it, you're doing it all wrong. You gotta open your throat, relax your jaw. Don't forget to cup the balls. And it, I, I imagine it's much like charming a snake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I but at the same time, you know, so much of it was like like we said when when it when it starts opening up into the Disney Plus and and these these extensions and these ex- extension characters uh, it's not my wheelhouse, Dave. So that's where I was like a little overwhelmed. I'm what like, I, I can't get into this deep dive Star Wars or Disney stuff because I don't know shit. What I found was funny was like it was a few episodes before that, maybe one or two episodes before that. I had the conversation with you where people were like talking about the rumor of this Cara Dune TV show that, that she's going to get her own spinoff where she's kind of like this this outer rim ranger and some shit. And I yeah. was like, I, I told people, cool your jets. You know, none of this stuff's confirmed. You know, it, it, it just sounds like a... 
a bunch of a bunch of fanboys making up rumors about shit that they might want to see. Lo and behold, man, most of the shit that I was telling people to cool their jets <laughs> on, like Disney was just like, no, 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 that's totally happening. Yeah. Yeah, like, it seems like they really, you know. Me and Duty got into it a little bit, but after all these announcements and after the success of The Mandalorian, we've, we've had conversations on the show before about Kathleen Kennedy and her future with Disney and stuff like that, uh-huh. where, you know, her, her, her future with, I'm sorry, with Lucasfilm and, and, and as the head of that. Um, given the fact that the sequel trilogy was so, so received and stuff like that, it seemed like she was on her way out, and a lot of fanboys were like, get the fuck out of here. But, you know, I don't think so. When when the Mandalorian credits roll, the fr- like it says executive producer Kathleen Kennedy right there, and with the popularity of that, and with the with the fanfare that's now going on with everything that's going to be happening over at Disney Plus, and with her very firmly in the producer seat and guiding that into the way that 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 it's going, do you think she she stays with Disney now? Do you think like Disney's oh, well, going to be like one hundred percent? Her contract's up like next year. Do you think they're going to be like here's oh, five here's five more years? They might do a shorter term contract. They might. I think they need another series to go well. Yeah. I so, don't know what what is the by far um really quick is it Obi Wan is that the next one that's slated to come up next probably not Cassie and Andor is filming right now so okay Cassie and Andor is probably the Andor series is probably next the the prequel Rogue One series she so. needs she needs to have another successful series actually technically out. it's Bad Batch but ba- okay. Bad Batch is another animated series that is a spinoff yeah. of the Clone Wars yeah what, it does not which be is a series whatever a film right. too I mean whatever it may be well I mean she. She did Greenlight Clone Wars coming back to Disney Plus, and that did extremely well for mm-hmm. its seventh and final season. Uh, Dave Filoni was back; it was 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 back as the showrunner for yeah. that. He's back as the showrunner for Bad Batch. He's still, you know, co showrunner with John Favreau on Mandalorian, and he's the showrunner now for for Rangers of the New Republic and Ahsoka. Sure, so whatever he wants, really. But that's what it comes down to. What what Kathleen Kennedy's doing differently now is she's not steering the ship; she's sitting in the back and she's letting. Dave and John and the creators sure. of these shows. Well, she's getting, you know, she's getting older. You know, she's probably not even going to be able to, to handle that kind of load anymore. I think, she, especially I, with the opening up of all these different kind of stories. I think it's her and Disney that have both realized that it's like the creators are fans of this, and they know what fans want because sure. they're fans of sure. this. And that's true. Very true. So it's probably better if we have a more hands-off approach to this and it seems like with all these story with all these things that were being announced that's where they're going a little bit hands off i agree with it and the creators are going to steer think the now's ship. the time to do that i think so too i mean what else do you have to lose right you already you, absolutely not. you already bifurcated your fucking fan base there's 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 haters on both sides of everything you know and 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 it, it was in shambles and then the mandalorian comes along and fans could all agree on one thing it doesn't matter if you like the, the sequel trilogy, if you liked, if you like this aspect of it, that aspect of it. That none of that matters. The Mandalorian's still fucking dope. Yeah, like no matter what, we can't change that. Well, was- Boba Fett shooting fucking bullets out of his kneecaps is fucking dope. <laughs> and I think you know, visually, I think Star Wars has been fantastic. You know, I mean, some maybe. Uh- you know, maybe some fights here and there weren't all that great. <laughs> in the Mandalorian? Which fight? I'm not, I'm not talking about Mandalorian. I'm talking about Star Wars. Oh, um, you're specifically talking about the red throne room scene in The Last Jedi where literally wow. Praetorian guards are standing waiting well, for Rey to- Let's not get into to- that again. 
That's a bad. That's it's a bad fight. Yeah, but at the time, we thought it was sick. Visually stunning. Until when you first after see. we saw the fucking you know the breakdown, the breakdown, of it. and Jesus you're just like, Christ. oh my god. And then and then like the same thing happens again in Rise of Skywalker. I was like, who are these fight choreographers, and why doesn't this feel real anymore? Yeah, it's it's like the the, the wool was pulled out from was, oh, pulled, dude, was pulled from from over my eyes. They pulled it off. Now I see it all, and I was like, fuck. This I know. Sometimes you just. You can't watch that shit. But The Mandalorian is so fucking good. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to get your opinion on on this stuff and, and stuff like that. Because I spent so much time talking to Duty. Uh, well, uh, with, with this in particular, I was yeah. sure you wanted to weigh in at least a little bit on well, this stuff. Well, I can do it. Yeah. With, with, with this kind of subject matter, absolutely. I think um, they are, if that's the way they're going to go about doing it, I think that's the right way to do it. Because I think Kathleen Kennedy, as, long, as much as she did drop the ball with the directors uh, for Star Wars, so, she had the right, I think, idea of tone and casting um, with those films for the most part. But, you know, it, it's it's and story-wise, obviously, fucked up. I think in a lot of ways, we will never know unless there's some documentary 10 years from now that no, really just never, chews never, into it all. Never. But I just I just wanted to know, like... But I do like the way the ship is being steered that's, right now. That, so, yeah. Yes. So, are you more excited to be a Disney Plus subscriber now? Seeing um, all this shit that's coming from the MCU, well, from Disney, from Pixar, from uh, you know, from I, I know, I know Disney and Pixar stuff doesn't excite you sure, all that much, sure. but you're also getting Indiana Jones five, you're getting a Willow no, series, you're getting no, you're getting a ton of stuff. It's 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 definitely building itself into it's a must have streaming service. Well, they needed this right. badly because it's already what? been a must have streaming service for Star Wars fans. Right. Or for people who have little kids who want to show the Disney princess movies and stuff yeah, but like guess that. What? But there, now this there, is there was nothing else really for there, it. No, there's nothing and there else. There's nothing You're going right. on. Now they needed this so badly to get people to subscribe I wonder, and get excited for things in the future. Because right now it's been stale. Well don't forget they Literally, also it's just been the Mandalorian streaming network. They also have to get uh, shareholders excited because Disney's obviously lost a lot of money this year, laying off thirty-two thousand employees, and and that, that's a big part of it right. as well. That's why they did. A I mean, big... streaming services are doing very well before sure. because of COVID and stuff like that. But that's only one aspect of their business. Yeah. They need to show shareholders that this is what we're bringing in, in the future. Because I don't want you to leave. It's getting better. It's going to get better. It's going to be huge. Yeah. No, absolutely, and I, and I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, you know, I have it. I've I've got. Well, I signed up for three years. I did the three I year sign did, up. Thing. I think I did what you did. I think I also did what you signed up yeah, for. It's three years. It was the, the the that initial. It was like three big years discount. for seventy nine ninety nine. You or did it like that. six months prior before the, the the release. You got this some kind of deal. I think I just paid for that as well. Yeah, what so was I, that by the way? That was like a hundred and something bucks. Yeah, I, 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 I want to say it was like eighty bucks or like one hundred seventy nine ninety uh, or seventy nine ninety nine something like that. Something yeah. like that. I forget, but but uh, it was a good deal. It was, it was, and now I get all all the Star Wars movies streaming in four K anytime I want them on my four K TVs. That's a lot of fun. But I look forward to, to to the future of this stuff. Obviously, you know, if you listen to the last episode, I don't mean to to to, to rehash stuff that some of you guys have already listened to. But Jay didn't get a chance to talk about it. He couldn't hang with Duty and myself. So no, I could not break down every single <laughs> thing like that. I we just didn't. Couldn't. We didn't. I, I I took my time with everything a little bit. I, I think I gave everything its its due. But I I didn't do full trailer park breakdowns and stuff like that. Like I like I truly really wanted to do but i understood that i was under a time crunch dude so. more than anything i was that day freaked me out i was bombarded i mean i guess because of work and everything but it was just like all this news one after another after another after another i'm like 
I, I don't even know how to keep up with this. And I know Dave is going to want to break down every fucking thing. Every little thing. And I was like, I, I just, I can't mentally do this right now. And I, I think a lot of had to do with work, I think, during that day when I said that to you. I was like, I just can't, dude. I can't. <laughs> I've been getting yelled at by my supervisor all day. I can't come over and have you fucking lecture me. I, I just don't want to do this. I'm gonna. I want to crawl on my bed. I want to hide. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That like as I get older, I've 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 definitely. I just shut down. I I don't know if I'm unique in doing this. So tell me whether you do this. Like I I get so I wake up at my normal wake up time and stuff like that. I'm not ready to get up, but I still I get up, get my clothes out, go downstairs, take my shower and stuff, and then I come back upstairs. And I make sure that I leave myself enough time to lay in bed for fifteen to twenty minutes, and just after like, the fact, after the shower. Oh no! I and just like read that. and no. stuff. No, like I don't like the idea of just getting up and it's like go 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 go. You know what I mean? Like I, I've always been that person because I'm always a snoozer. I've oh, I've I never know, been not. really good at getting out of bed. No, I'm up. I'm up. No, see, I'm not that way. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I can yeah. I can easily fall right back to sleep. I love I love I so I love it because it gives me time in the morning. I I take 20 minutes. Um, I'm laying in bed in but, the nude, <laughs> undercovers. Uh, but after shower, I, I get to dry off and stuff. Then I'm not putting on jeans with like you know damp yeah. legs where I'm like having the fight yeah. with my ass and the. Yeah. <laughs> And the jeans. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about, chubby boys. What's up? <laughs> uh, so, like, I, I just say that, and I read like I, I read like news or I read like sure. articles and stuff like that, and then I pop up and I get ready, and it, it, it's a nice way to like center myself for the day because I I always feel like if I jump See, up after my shower that I'm like ready to rock and roll. Like that's my thing. See, like, but that's I my like problem. A, I like a lazy like roll out of bed. My whole day is fucking rock and roll, dude. It's fucking white right. knuckle from the second, and and not like I have a super exciting job or anything. But I'm just getting yelled at by customers, and I'm very afraid that if I say something wrong to them, they're going to scream at me more. Uh, but like, I spend like most of my day like basically trying to make people happy and getting screamed yeah, at and stuff like that. Living in fear, yeah. Living in fear, <laughs> where it's like I I don't want to like wake up and just go go go, and then by sure. the time I'm out the door, like I'm so I'm already revved you up. Want a little you time? I want a little me. Break time. it down. Oh no, I, 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 I hear you. Sometimes I, I, sometimes I just like to like twirl my flaccid cock in my fingers. No, I, like as I read an article, I you know what I mean. I'm not getting hard or nothing. I'm just like I just like to be reminded that it's there. No, I I got you. <laughs> I do got. I, I hear just you. Just a way to relax, you know, scratch your balls. No, I mean, look, bit. I I get up an hour before I technically start work. Like in, in my mind, I don't really have set hours, but like for me, I I'm like I try to get started you're, at. You're one of those people with those fancy jobs. That yeah, you, you don't have real hours technically. <laughs> yeah, technically. Um, technically, you're a cool guy now. If this so, if this was if this was 1988, you would be coming here with your fucking brick cell phone, your Zach Morris cell phone. I know. And you'd be like, go for I Jay, would. go for Jay, <laughs> go for Jay. <laughs> Oh, Brad. What's up, Brad? What's How you up? doing? Hey, is that Chad in the background? You're Chad. Brad hey. Chad. What's hey, up, guys. Man? Now I'm just sitting over here. I'm recording a podcast. Don't worry about it. It's going to be Don't worry about it. It's going to be yeah. something big in the future. Yeah. I'm going to see Brandy later on tonight. Yeah. Trendsetter. <laughs> All right, Chad. <laughs> let's head over and let's get into this week's very brief news. This week's news is brief because obviously me and Duty spent so much time, two hours of it, uh, breaking down all the news from from Disney and uh, MCU and Star Wars. But I want to start things off uh, a little lightheartedly. Scott Strap. If you don't know who Scott Strap is, he is the lead singer of Creed. Can't 
that awful band. That's right. That's who it is. Uh, he will be playing Frank Sinatra in Reagan, which Jay was like, what the fuck is this? So I, I, It's baffling, and little, I can't believe it's true. Little story about Creed. Uh, my first concert was a Y100 concert. What's up, Phil? You guys remember Y100? That's back when it was cool. Oh, yeah. 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 That, that, that was your, uh, how do you put it? That was your warped tour type uh, music that used to yeah, play around yeah. here and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, alternative, you know, easy uh, so, listening rock, whatever. So this was an awesome show, by the way. It was, it was Green Day. Blink-182. Lit was there. You remember Lit? I do. Yeah. It's no surprise to me. I am my own worst enemy. But every now and then, I kick the living shit out of me. Oh, it's so good. It, yeah. Dude, there was a pocket of time where music was just... The, oh, Sum 41 was there. Like Blink-182. Blink-182 was there. And Limp Bizkit. So, oh, my God. But nostalgia. sandwiched in between these, some of these bands was a little band at the time called creed so creed comes on and i don't think they get through their second song before all of philadelphia does what it does best and it booed them the fuck off the stage (laughs) they didn't even finish their set every band had like a five six song set they got through one and a half songs and scott strapped through a little bit of izzy fit and fucking walked the fuck off stage at the y100 concert yeah this is back in like it was me and my brother who went so this was like way back in like 2002 i want to say 2002 2003 uh you know they just it was a good time they never had the respect because they sucked, um, but the best part. So, so here they were so popular. So here's here's why I was it's like getting, country music. You know, it's like yeah, Puddle of Mud was popular too, but I never fucking liked them either. But all right, so here's the thing. Like, you're so worried about like Scott Strap, like like playing Frank Sinatra and stuff like that. I, it's just so weird. It is and, weird, and you never. Oh, give I that. haven't seen him for over a decade. Like, what the hell is he doing? Listen to interviews with this guy. Current interviews. He was just on Preston and Steve recently. That's our local morning radio yeah. show and stuff. He is. He's funny. And he is fucking self-aware of who he was at that time and the type of band that he was in hmm. and and the, the legacy that he leaves, which is one of fucking shit. And he knows that it's like laughter and stuff like that. But he's he's getting out there like he's he's still making music, but it's not like it's not the same type of music and it's not popular, but it's music for him. Was he like a like a druggie or an alcoholic? Or I don't know. He, I, I, I didn't. Or anything I, like that? Like, no, no. I don't know much about him, to be honest with you. But I do know that the that the several interviews that I've heard him do, like uh, Preston and Steve have talked about other interviews that are done where they're like, he's actually like funny and like very nice. Well, he and, was never a celebrity, right. you know, uh, rock yeah. star. He was just sort of he also I had, mean, had popular I know he, in, in its own little weird way, but. I know he also had a, an, an issue where he he was kind of going off the deep end a little bit. Like he he was feeling like he he had conspiracy about people following him and stuff like that. He got arrested well, in Florida for sure people for, for public I mean, disturbance and stuff like that. No, no, like I'm talking like government officials following him and stuff like uh, that. So, uh, you know the type paranoia. of bipolar schizophrenia yeah. type 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 problems. Well, fame uh, will do it too. Right, but but he's he's he now has a, a hold. Do it to you, <laughs> he has a hold on it. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not like excited by this, but I'm, but in, in a way, because I've heard interviews with him, where I'm, where I, I, I like the guy. I'm now gonna do my research yeah. and start looking into him. A I'm like, bit more. It, it, instead of, I'm just like, good for him. Oh, good for you. And how was it? Yeah. And I'm, guess what? Good for him. Uh, if, if you looked up this project, it's gonna, be, it's gonna be a very small. It's not a cameo, but it's gonna be a small role. I would think oh, because for sure. you know. Frank donated four million dollars to. Oh, don't yeah, don't don't you remember when when uh, Reagan nominated uh, Frank Sinatra as his fucking vice president? 
Well, no, it, that didn't happen. It, it, That's why it's a small role. Yeah, no, <laughs> he gave really him matter. the medal of freedom. You know, he was a you know they were they were good friends, and uh, you know, well, nothing says freedom like fly me to, to the, the moon. moon, let me play among the stars, let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter or Mars. In other words. Next news story. Pamela Anderson, Tommy Lee's sex tape series is in the works and it's starring none other than Lily James and Sebastian Stan. This is another head scratch. It's weird, right? It is weird. Um, I literally came out of nowhere. I literally did a news story a few weeks ago about Star Wars fans trying to make Sebastian Stan the young Luke Skywalker. And now he's going to be playing Tommy Lee like on a boat, putting his dick inside of Pamela Anderson. You like that? Did you ever watch that? I have seen it. Yeah, I saw it though. Yeah, it's boring. It's a fucking boring. boring. It's a boring ass sex tape. It's not even like dude's got a long dude's got a long cock. It doesn't have a lot of girth, but he's got a long cock. Right. Right. That's about all it came down to. Um. But you my like thought that? was like it, she doesn't look like Pamela Anderson at all. No. But what's also like, not even like I'm not saying just her body, like you know the big tits or whatever. Like, but like the face and everything, like it, you know the lips, everything is literally not Lily James. Like, well, literally Pamela Anderson doesn't look like what she looks like what she looked like then anymore either. I know. I don't know. I just it's just it, it's a weird casting. I can kind of see Sebastian Stan. Kind of. Well, you give, I think there's give better actors hand. that, that yeah. would match them more. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm surprised that they got this type of like A-list kind of talent. Eh. I don't care. I look, I'm not interested it's very surprising. in this at I, I just all. don't understand it. What I find interesting is like, th- you know, this just reminded me that like we've spent, we're so used to the celebrity sex tape like at this point that it's kind of like uh, well, they really kicked it off, but they, but they kicked it off, they right? They really kicked it off. And I think like, oh shit, because it was like ninety eight. That so was, it was like, like right before, it was like so long like ago. The look at you, were look at you knowing the full year. This is still saved on your hard drive from, no, eight, from eighth I, I, grade, I, isn't I it? Do not, I do not. <laughs> it's no. on your eighth grade hard drive. I think around that time, I think I saw like I never saw the full thing. I think I saw like clips of it. Oh, I've only ever seen clips. I never watched all. Um, Just like I've never seen the Kim Kardashian full thing either. I ne- I've never cared. Right, Here's right. the thing. Celebrities are celebrities. Paris Hilton, all, they're all those But they are, don't make good porn because no, they're, they're not terrible. porn stars, right? And it, they're making were, something for them. But they're also, not making something for but you. But also, they're not really making it. It's the dudes making it. Right. And they're just like literally doing it when uh, yeah. they can feel like they can get off. You know, they're, uh, they're yeah. busting. They're like, oh, yeah, let me get. Oh, that's a good shot. Let me try and get this really quick. Uh, yeah, you so like it's all that? like. I'm playing amateur director. A spliced together, weird, edited. Oh, uh, yeah. Why don't you smuggle my bone, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Marlon Brando? No, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just doing. I'm just doing average guy talking in porn voice, which is like the immediate thing that like will oh, take you man. from rock hard to flaccid. Where, yeah, where the guy's just every like, porn actor trying to be Marlon Brando. Oh, you like that? Oh. <laughs> Do you remember we heard the story about Marlon Brando blowing Richard Pryor? Yeah. Is there? Oh, there's a photo. There's a photo of it. Yeah. Come over here. Why don't you let me still kill duck? <laughs> Come here. Oh, I thought you were a funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I, I do. I'm just saying, I've never sucked a dick before, and I would like to try yours. <laughs> I think that's what he would do. I think, I'm think i pretty sure that's what he would say. Look, if you're not going to let me suck your dick, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> Dude, him and like Jack Nicholson, Warren Beatty, 
Like I would do anything. Like Frank's not. I would do anything to like party with those motherfuckers. Look, I don't want you to get. Back in the the day. I don't want you to I get. I can't imagine my, what they would do. I don't want. I don't want you to get on your fun juice on my on, on my face. But you can bust a knot in my throat all you want. <laughs> Just make sure. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> no, after I take your load in my mouth, I'm gonna reach back and I'm gonna say Stella. <laughs> <laughs> God. Next news story. So Chris Pine is going to be starring in the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Nerd! This is going to be huge. I think so. gonna, they're going to get a lot of stars literally wanting to do this for no money. It's our it's sec- going to be a huge ensemble. It's our second chance at du- it's, uh, uh, it's our second chance at wow essentially. No, but uh, it really will. But no, but I mean, Dungeons and Dragons is extremely, you know, obviously beloved by by a lot of people. And I mean, what what I find not even funny is like now that it's popular to be a nerd. Well, there's a legit Hollywood club, right? That's what I mean. There, there are uh, so many Joe, people. Joe Manganiello, whatever like his name is. Joe Manganiello. Yeah, I think he's like the leader. Yeah. He's the one who started all that. I mean, this is going to be directed by John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, and you know, it's it's got some serious writers behind it too. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, you know, it, it I just find it funny that like we're, we're at this place now where it's like, you know, I grew up and like I liked nerdy things, and I had no one around to play Dungeons and Dragons with. Like, period. There was it, it wasn't anything I was into because none of my friends were into it, and no one around me Even played Kenny? it. Nope. No, nah, I mean, I like I now as an adult though. Uh, well, when I have younger. Okay. I have friends sure. who who play it who who play it or, or play other things like it, and I'm actually involved in in a you know twice monthly group where we meet and we. It's not Dungeons and Dragons. It's called Starfinder. But I've now essentially done two RPG role playing games. I did the uh the the old the old Star Wars uh, RPG game uh by I think it was West End what did it back in the day, and I did that for shampoo on a show that you can't find anymore. Uh, but it it, it was called uh, Loot Quest, and we did a Star Wars, and and that was a ton of fun. So I got asked to join this group, and and it's a ton of fun, and it, and it's just giving me. An appreciation of a side of nerddom that i'm i'm still very unfamiliar with and i'm such a fucking noob at it i have to have other people help me set up my character sheet and stuff you know i i I have an appreciation for it now so like if you told me i would say like a year and a half ago that dungeons and dragons movie was coming out i'd be like who cares i don't fucking care now they're like it's coming out and i was like i know people who have taught me some things about this and i have a i have a level of appreciation for it now Mm -hmm. Where it's kind of like anime. It didn't catch me at a young age, like some people who like anime have yeah. to. But now that I've had a few people get Very me into passionate it, following. Right, I've had a few people get me into it. I have an understanding of it, and it's like I get it. I get it. Uh, you know, I don't have the nostalgia level for it that other people have. I'll never have that level of fandom with it. But I, I tried it, and I get it. And this has Chris Pine in it, so I love it. We love Chris Pine. I love Chris Pine. Everybody loves having Chris him Pine. in it. I I see him as as I you know he could do anything, dude. He, he can. He really can. But having him in it, I don't think this is going to be like a serious movie. Thinking about it, like I I think it's going to be very much like a Star Trek 2009. Like I think it's going to be like that. All right. Um. I really kind of like a hapless, witless leader. I, I, and stuff I, like that. I I really have nothing to say about it because I I kind of know the world, but I don't really, and I don't know what kind of tone it should be 
or it could be. It could be anything. Um, it's whatever the dungeon master wants to make it, and it's, right. and, and, it's and you choose your own adventure in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, so it's so whatever I, you want. It, it's going to be all over the place. You could have a dark story. You could have a you can have a lighthearted fun story. It all depends on the players, the decisions they make, and where they take the game. So you could really go anywhere with this and not betray the property. This is going to be like buddy games. <laughs> it's not going to be like buddy games. No, it's not. Gonna be like I'm games. kidding. I'm kidding. Buddy Games is so severely fucking below <laughs> mediocre, and you fucking love it. Of course you do. Next news story. All right, Jay, this is a final news story, and this one makes me extremely sad. Jeremy Bullock, who was the original actor to portray Boba Fett in Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, he didn't have the speaking roles. He was just the guy in the outfit and stuff like that. Yep. I, 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 ha- I, I got an actual figure signed by him way back in the day at, at a convention. He's passed away at the age of 75. Mm, so, in peace. He's no good to me dead. As we're all enjoying The Mandalorian, his new battle bro, Boba Fett, will have to remember the legacy of the original Fett. Jeremy Bullock as we cheer Mando and Boba on as they as they travel to rescue the child in the next episode. But it does make me a little sad. So we got a few things that we want to talk about that for, you know, what are you watching? But before we do that, we have a very special trailer park that we got to do. Ooh. So we're going to play that Thomas Iannucci beat and get ourselves ready for a very special, very nostalgic trailer park. Cut the beat and let the music play. No trailer park. Shout out to Dave and Jay. I don't serve, but there's a new wave. We've been on since God saved the right stop. I don't want to flow until I know it at the bass drop. Hot damn. All right, Jay. The Mighty Ducks are back. How did I not hear about this? Quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs> I'm ready, man. The Ducks are a powerhouse organization with a record 10 state championships. A little different than the Ducks of the 90s. Sunscreen, sunscreen. You know we play indoors, right? Scrimmage. Now, let's go. I got to cut you. If you can't be great at hockey, it's like, don't bother. Shouldn't kids be able to play sports for fun? Stephanie, you brought two private trainers to your kids' hockey practice. I'm a pediatric sports psychologist. <sighs> okay. Let's start our own team. I want you to think about all the other kids who've been told that they're too small or too slow. We need a mini good. No, I agree. I would not be an acid physically. I have more of a podcast body. I have 24 hours to find a coach. You lost? So if you're looking at red skates, that's up front. My mom doesn't seem to care for any good or not. I don't think the other kids care either. Yeah, you know who else doesn't care? This guy. Wait, which guy? This guy? You gotta be more specific. How are, how are you not getting this? You gotta make this happen for yourself. Let's do this. Interesting, Thank you, Disney Plus. Interesting thing about it is, I mean, obviously Emilio Estevez is back, and I think he looks pretty good. You know, for, he does you know, for you know, yeah. Him and Lauren Graham look like a good combo. Yeah, they do. Lauren Graham. I mean, this, this kind of every time I see her, I can't help but think of like Gilmore Girls, and I sure. I, I, I just go to that place. I love Gilmore Girls, so that's not a bad thing. But yeah, I never watched Gilmore Girls. I do feel like I would. 
You'd get it. it. I would get into it. You'd get it. Yeah. You'd like it. It's very, it's very fast paced, quick, quirky. Uh, yeah, I can't fun. imagine being an actor for that show. No, like, my God. Oh my God. All that dialogue. Woo. It's very dialogue. I have to be but, sharp. Like watching this, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Holy shit. The ducks are the bad guys? And that's, that's, that's essentially what's going on. The ducks are the bad guys, Jay. They have become the hawks, their sworn enemy. They have become the elitists. And it just kind of looks like that they're going to start the District 5 hockey team up again. They're they're going up against the Ducks. Unless the Ducks are the Ducks and these kids are going to become the Mighty Ducks is what I was wondering. Hmm. You know, kind of like, you know, I guess playing with that with that whole thing. But essentially, a kid uh, is trying out for the Ducks hockey team, which is five-time state champion. And he is told that he's just not good enough. Yeah. And then he has to get together all of his. You know what's the great thing about this too? It looks just like the '90s, and 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 as far as like the characters and like the really kind of fleshed out, great kid ensemble, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I could just and it's it's very heavily Disney Plus promoted, so this is not going in theaters, everybody. Yeah, it's it going does. straight to Disney Plus. And you know, one of the fun things about it is like the the coach of the Ducks is being played by. Dylan Playfair, who plays Riley on Letterkenny, which is one of my favorite mm, shows. Fucking yeah. hilarious show. Fuck you, Riley. Your mom keeps trying to slip a finger in my bum, but I keep telling her I only let Jonesy's mom do that, you fucking loser. My mom would never put my finger in your bum. Mom's a fucking sink. Fuck your entire fucking oh. life, you piece of shit. Give your balls a tub. You know, it's, it's going to follow all these kids as they put together a hockey team and they dust off Gordon Bombay. Played by Emilio Estevez, they they have him come back to coach this new Ducks to go up against the the, the I'm ready other Ducks. Again. I'm, I, ready, I'm ready, buddy. I'm ready. I look I'm forward dust to dust off it. my uh, mighty Ducks jersey. Yeah, I got mine. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a Disney watch party for it. <laughs> Disney Plus watch party. I worry that like it is going to be too much of like a too much of like a, a a Disney Channel or Nickelodeon like you know tween type tv I show mean, maybe but it seems to have some witty dialogue right it seems like it's gonna have enough peppered in yeah. for us to to kind of enjoy it yeah. as like as adults where it's gonna have enough enough of that nostalgia old, and yeah, stuff nostalgia like that nostalgia and old school charm i fully expect that we're going to have some like characters from the original mighty ducks movies show up if joshua jackson shows up i'm gonna lose my I fucking know. mind i will lose if my char shit. if charlie comes back i'll lose my shit <laughs> Like he's the president of the league or something. Right. I don't know. Or, or Adam Banks. Something. Something. Give us something. Yeah. I mean, if you can't afford either of those two, how about an Averman? Can you give me an Averman? It's Disney, baby. I mean, they, it, can, they can make miracles happen. It can't be Goldberg because I now, granted, I don't want to make a joke about his drug addiction because he's actually three months sober right now. He he just got out of. Oh, wow. You're counting in days. Like that. No, I actually just read an article about it. People are very proud of him. He's putting he's putting weight back on in like a healthy way and stuff like that. Like, so I don't want to make fun of the actor hey, who played Goldberg because good for him. Good for him. Three yeah, months. Good for him. But we, we can get him here, right? Like he would jump at the chance. Like, yeah. Like if you, well, of course, then you have to worry that you're he giving obviously him. Obviously, needs the money, <laughs> right? But then you have to worry about is Disney giving him money to 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 start for him to start smoking meth again? That's a possibility <laughs> too. He'll quack all fucking day long if you get him back on. <laughs> give enough money to afford enough meth. <laughs> get that man a up. business manager it's ASAP. Fucked, it's fucked up, but no, I mean, I look forward to like little things like that, just nostalgic stuff for me because me and you are like. 
we've talked about it before. We're big Ducks fans. Like we're big money we Ducks fans. We, we like. To. We don't talk about it enough, perhaps. But yeah. no. But it's it is definitely a nostalgic thing for us. And well, I, the first I think, one's uh, the first one's good. The second one's very cheesy, but like it leans into its cheese just enough that it it's entertaining. It and then the third one's just not good. Yeah. No, I, I really liked one and two. Yeah. 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 So uh, no, I, I could I could dive in that cheese. I look forward head, to this head first. Yeah. It's gonna be coming to. It'll be fun. I'm definitely coming here to watch it with you. <laughs> at least at least I, one I, episode. I definitely think. Uh, yeah, we should watch it together. No hard date on its on its full release, but it, we knew we do know that it's coming in 2021. So Jay, I just wanted I just wanted to to jump in our little time machine. Yeah, thank you head, for that. Head back to 1992. Thanks again, again, Tom and Suni and All right, Jay, let's get over and let's get into what are you watching? What are you watching? What are we watching? He's trying to watch some illegal channel. Oh, he's watching. No, 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 go past this, past this part. In fact, never play this again. All right, Jay, what'd you get down to watching this week? Well, I think mainly I was immersed in binging the whole series of Shit's Creek. Yeah, okay. My mom's fucking favorite show. Just, I've been hearing about it forever. Jay's just been fucking neck deep in shit. Dude, it's so good. And I'm not a sitcom guy, but they really did a great job with this show. Well, this is more of like the the anti sitcom, the modern sitcom, and stuff kind like of. that. They definitely know. turned it on its head in a lot of ways, and they did a great job keeping it fresh and original and and honest within its own characters. Right, it's, it's, it's not cliche because it's not a studio driven. I mean, this is uh, far show. from this is far from like your Chuck Lorre Big Bang Theory, How, right. How I Met Your Correct. Mother type Correct. sitcom. This Absolutely. is very different. This is very much more character driven. Yes, um, you know, definitely not as much about the yucks. The character and, and it kept. Strict, you know, six up, uh, six seasons. I'm sorry, and um, Fuck, you know, cut and cut it. Fucking cut it was, that cord. It was perfect. They did a, such a good job I'm with sorry. it. I understand why they want all those Emmys now. Yeah, and now Dan <laughs> comedy. and now Dan Levy is is getting, uh, from what I understand, tons of offers and roles oh, and stuff like I'm sure, that. I'm sure, because apparently the sixth season just blew up for 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 fans. Well, and stuff it got like better that. and better every season. Got that's the that's the crazy thing about it. It literally got. Better and better and better. If only sex with on. my wife was like that. I don't mean she's bad. <laughs> I mean I'm bad. Like you know, and like I should be getting better and better because we're seven years on. Like and, and you know, it, fucking and, each other. But you know why though? <laughs> it was because of the roots. It, right. it had such great written, uh, fleshed out characters and dialogue all within the town that See, it just kept on growing into a more stronger tree. And by the time sixth season ended, it was like. Oh, that's safe. perfect. That's it's what it comes down tree. to. My sex is just bad. Down to the root. <laughs> just down to the root. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I got around to to watching quite a few movies. So uh, one I watched was uh, it's it's a bit old. I think it's from 2018. Mm. It's called Love Simon. Oh yeah, I saw that. You, you talked about it on the show. I think. Uh, I don't. So I don't want to take too much time talking about because you probably talked about it close to like two years ago. But you know, I thought it was a fun teenage coming of age romantic comedy type thing however i i think while watching it i expected a little bit more perks of being a wallflower and a little bit less of i don't know sweet home alabama you know i I think that's why it was such a hit it's in between right it's It's because it it was just a classic rom-com but with it was a gay boy as the center lead and that was that was the whole um, celebration of this movie because this is the first of its kind. Yeah, I just just watching for it for a major studio to do this. Where it ends, I was just kind of like, that's not how any love life goes, gay or straight in high school at all. Well, that's true. It's all <laughs> it, it's all pain, <laughs> but like he, yeah. he gets pain a little, and confusion, <laughs> misery, tears. He gets, a, he gets a storybook ending. Yeah, yeah. I, I, 
I didn't find a storybook ending until I was fucking 27. So whatever, you know. Yeah, and I'm still crying, you know, to sleep every night. Yeah, you you are you are definitely not. You're, I mean, you do masturbate with the lubrication of your tears, but that's just because crying's the only way you can come. <laughs> I explored and I explored. This every is the avenue, avenue, and this is the best way. This is the best way. Yeah, you know, try, tried KY. My hands are too greasy, but you know, salty tears. Yeah. It's the best way to jack it. <laughs> all right, Jay. What else did you get to watching this week? Um. All right. So I also got into watching Run. Will she be okay? do everything for me you teach me you cook for me am i a burden sweetheart i could do more i'm your mom it's my job to take care of you when you need me and you need me run is this hit fucking little movie on amazon prime that stars the ever popular sarah paulson and a new girl played by Kira Allen, who plays her daughter. And this is a classic, silly um, horror mystery type of thriller where, like, it's a mama daughter type of avenue. But you can quickly tell she, that I, I, mama I, is going bad and she's doing some shady shit to her daughter. I honestly thought that this was like about like I thought you were going to tell me this is a documentary about like a a, a long distance runner or something. Nah, man. Now, this is like a homeschooled teenager who has um, some kind of health issue. She can't walk. She's in a wheelchair. What is it about homeschooling? Like, it feels like our safe space to be at home. But then, like, you, you hear, like, someone's homeschooled and you're just like, you're fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're fucked up. And she discovers her mom's got a Such dark a secret and she needs to t- unveil and find out what this dark secret is. Yeah. The dark secret is that she thought it was a good idea to homeschool her kids. <laughs> Meanwhile, our friends in California who are homeschooling their kids right now you are know, just like, fuck my life. <laughs> just this, fuck my life. I would never choose this. You know, this movie is uh, surprisingly effective and good and it's one of those things where you know she's a real legitimate um i think wheelchair actor um this girl and she did a fantastic job and and you know it's really nice to see her have this role and really pull it off effectively i feel like i i feel like it's a lot of fun it's not a great movie per se you know but it's a fun effective campy little film that i think you would enjoy quite a bit i'll I'll definitely check it out i feel like our friend justin probably shouldn't watch this since it kind of seems like maybe the mother might be turning on the daughter and trying to kill her and since he's homeschooling both of his children i don't want to give him any ideas so maybe justin should stay away from it okay okay (laughs) because i know if i had to homeschool my daughter after getting the reports that i've been getting about my daughter (laughs) and and the way she acts at school i'd probably want to bash her pretty little fucking skull in that would be a challenge yeah i mean my daughter is is so much like me at school where it's like i got her report card like and i kid you not like well i mean kids her age they don't get straight a's they get graded uh one through five uh three means they're proficient and they're and they're developing right along their age range four means they're 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 above average five means they're exceptional where they're they're probably getting you know uh far far beyond all the rest of students she was none of her things were below a three None of her reports were below a three until I got to the point where it said like behavior in the classroom and, and you know, using your time wisely and and Two. not and not being disruptive. 
a one. Oh, a one. A even. one. Whoa. She finishes her work and then she's just like, so what the fuck's up with you, man? <laughs> She'll just talk right. to the kid next to her. Right. She apparently can't sit at her desk. She does her work standing up next to her desk and stuff like that. And like apparently she'll be done her work and apparently wants to get up and just wander around the class and just fucking talking to kids. And like, it's just like, fuck, that is everything I did as a kid. I'm fucking like the disease that I have is fucking genetic. So we're going to have to flash forward to her having some freakishly tall friend <laughs> and her doing her podcast in 2053. Oh, man. <laughs> this is where you get to right the wrongs, buddy. I'm this trying. is the whole point of being a father. I'm trying to like, I, I, I tried to explain to her. She learned some new words where uh, she learned a word stigma. And she, like I explained to her, it means someone has a pre, uh, s- someone thinks they know you know about you use and, me as an and, example and about what you're and what you're like before you sure. before they even meet you sure and i explained to her that her kindergarten teacher told her first grade teacher how she was now her first grade teacher is going to tell her second grade teacher how she is and so on and so on and if you don't correct it now it's going to continue to follow you mm. and she's like so is that a bad thing that people know me and i was like it's like if people knew that you smelled really bad and before you even took a shower, people just assumed that you smelled really bad. And she's like, oh, I get it. Yeah, that's, like, that's a good one. That's she's a good one. like, I get it. So like, we've been practicing at home where it's like when she gets really ramped up at home and she starts like getting super loud or, 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 or doing things. Bring it things. up as far as like pretend this is at school. Right. I've, been, I've been making her sit down. Mm-hmm. And I give her a book, or I give her math problems, or I give her like an activity book, even if it's just like solve this maze or something. I make her do stuff for fifteen minutes, and she has to focus on that. She's not allowed to talk unless she raises her hand. <laughs> so we're doing classroom training at home for my kid. Like she's at that age, I and mean, you got to do what you got to do. She's never going to get out of it. I- I'll tell you. Like, how old is she again? I'm sorry, she's six. Yeah, so she'll so be seven soon. Yeah, she's such an impressionable age right now. I will. This is- it's it's a challenging age. I was that it's way all through high school. I used to blow through my work at high school and then just fuck around the classroom and just fucking piss the teacher yeah. off so fucking much. Mm. It was I, I literally would get I would literally get work done just so I could find something to do that would piss the teacher off. Just but by so the time she gets them. to like middle school, she's gonna be on her phone and like you know fucking around with. I just don't want her to go on meds. Stuff. I'm just I'm just trying to prevent people from being like you have ADHD. You need to go on meds. Right, trying to prevent that. Right, well, that's Fucks people up. that's that's a different conversation. But but you know, uh, I I haven't heard about Run, so I'm not familiar with it. But I do. Yeah, apparently it was it, it was all it, it made headlines because it had such good streaming numbers on that platform. And Amazon Prime obviously doesn't do that very. Often. I haven't watched like anything but, on Prime in a while. Like right, and I think you know they I just dropped some new stuff in December. Um, you know, every month they do it, just like Netflix. You know, it's no different. Yeah, but they, they don't advertise it well. At I know, all. I know, I, they don't. Like and, you talked about the sound of metal last week, and I only found out about that the I, day you were talking about. Dave, it. I hundred percent agree with you, and and it's only because I follow the the awards circuit, and it's a lot of people are praising a lot of the performances in that film, and they kept on saying that they think it should be getting shined a light on a little bit more than it has. And I agree to some degree, but I agree. Amazon, for some reason, their marketing isn't there. Well, it's also not where their money is truly coming from. You know what I mean? Well, they remember early on, they actually were saying they were in the, the theater game. They wanted, they were not Netflix. So those, that streaming service, they were funding these Amazon Prime <laughs> movies, and they were pushing for the theatrical experience. Lo and behold, 
you know what happens then, COVID. you know and now they're yeah now they have to push these movies that were supposed to get small theater releases so if you're a limited theater if you're releases. a theater head and you had a choice between amazon and netflix they were going to go with making their movie at with amazon fair enough and now it's kind of going back and forth so it, it depends so the run is you know i think it's you know what it reminds me of as far as popularity that blind uh sandra bullock movie from netflix uh bl- blind that blind movie whatever the fuck it was blind it was not called Blind. Was Bird it? Box. Bird Box. Thank you. Um, you, where, you said Blind it, like so many times that it even tricked my brain into thinking, <laughs> yeah, it's totally called Blind. Well, they're blindfolded the whole time. Um, <laughs> Bird so, Box. So where it had that kind of pulpy cult type thriller-esque kind of feel. I didn't like that movie that much. No, it's not that great, but it's still, it was still in a somewhat enjoyable watch because you didn't know what was going on. You wanted to find out. Um, it's kind of similar. And even when you do find out what's going on, you're still invested enough to see the protagonist win. And like I said, she's in a wheelchair. It makes it a, a different kind of interesting watch because you know that she's an authentic wheelchair person and she's actually doing this uh, for real. And so it's kind of interesting. It's, I just it's a nice I, I gotta ask you: is that is that the politically correct term? No, wheelchair person. I absolutely not. I'm sure. I'm already fucking this up. Social justice, one, two, three. I want to be PC. It's just the way to be for me and you. (laughs) PC landmine. Get me off of a podcast, please. Somebody. I I, I don't know, but maybe you could call her a handicapable individual. Sure. Okay. Is that handicapable? Handicapable. Well, she's not. Is that a a real term? Why not? Why isn't it? Are you making up something? No. I mean. Trying to sound too good? Is she a capable actress? She is. Is she in a wheelchair? Yes. Is she handicapped? She's in a wheelchair. <laughs> She's handicapable. She's handicapable. Handicapable okay. individual. Yes. I think that's more PC than wheelchair person. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Dave. You make it seem like she's like <laughs> half wheels, half human. She's <laughs> she's 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 wheelchair the, person. Find the odds. It's like a RoboCop or Mad Max. <laughs> She's wheelchair person. She won't stop till everyone with legs. Cure <laughs> Allen. Wheelchair she, person. She won't stop till everyone with legs is cut off at the knees. <laughs> She's wheelchair person. She was phenomenal. Good job, Cure. And sorry. <laughs> she, she, already hates you. she already hates you. You're off her Christmas card list. <laughs> Uh, all right, I got around to watching something a little bit different, Jay. You actually get to watch a little bit of it with me. Uh, you, 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 you were treated to it, I would like to say. But I watched a movie called The Final Girls. Camp Bloodbath is the granddaddy of all campsite slasher films. Max's mom plays Nancy, this shy girl next door. Nice legs. What time they open? It's cool you get to remember your mom this way. At least I get to see her on the anniversary of her death, even if she is being chased by a psycho. Somebody's coming. Hey, do you guys know the way to Camp Bluefinch? Tina. So we're in the movie. This is a horror comedy uh, that came out in 2015, and it stars uh, Tessa Farmiga, which I just found out that that's this girl's last name. You know her from um, from 
American Horror Story. Sure. She's been in a few other things. So I found out that she is the younger sister of Vera Farmiga. So, I mean, and then after I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, she does look a fucking lot like Vera Farmiga. But it also stars Malin Ackerman, Alexander Ludwig, who most of us know as Bjorn Ironside from Vikings, which part two of season six will be coming very soon to Netflix. So excited for that. It also has Thomas Middleditch, Adam Devine, and it, it follows a young woman named Max who unfortunately has to live through the death of her mother, watching her mother die. And then she goes to a screening of her mother's movie because she grew up in the valley and back in the day in a valley, everybody wanted to be an actress. And her mother was a small time actress who acted in this 180s slasher flick called Bloodbath Camp and or Camp Bloodbath. And it was this cheesy slasher horror movie. And somehow her and her friends get sucked in to the Camp Bloodbath movie. And they have to learn the rules of the 80s slasher flick to survive. And they all, essentially, Jay, are yeah. the final girls. Yeah. No, it's a very innovative and, and, and it's fun, a fun idea. idea. It really is. It was a fun idea. and, it, and They it, just didn't quite pull it off the way they should have but it does have a lot more emotional punch than it should Mm. i mean here's this idea of a girl who literally watched her mother die and now she's in a movie where the person looks like her mother but it's not her mother she's the character nancy who was in the film but she's obviously projecting those emotions of of having a lost mother onto her and then nancy is then playing into those emotions and stuff like that and it's it's pretty fucking sad at times and and it gets pretty emotional but it's also it's also so meta and it's so fun and it has a lot of fun with itself has a lot of fun with the concept of 80s slasher flicks and playing on those tropes like one of the one of the running gags is that the one girl is such a horned up sex fiend Mm -hmm. that she she feels like she has to take her clothes off at all times. So to because if she takes her clothes off, the killer will show up. They they sit her in a chair and they duct tape a life preserver to her and oven mittens on yeah. her hand. Yeah. Just so she yeah. can't just so she doesn't take her clothes off. And I was like, I found that funny to and get refreshing. To the next scene. I know, I, I hear you. I still think that the director was the one who dropped the ball. No, I think, I think he, he could have done so much more with this. I think what dropped the ball was the fact that you're having fun with the tropes of an 80s horror flick and then you're an, 80, an 80s horror slasher and you've made it PG-13, mm-hmm. which means the blood and the gore, which could be a, a big punchline for, for a lot of these jokes like there's a great scene where a girl like she sure. she gets freaked out she runs and the camera tricks were are really great like like the way the camera pans out and shows her run she trips over the rope her head falls into a bear trap and a bear trap closes yeah and it's an immediate laugh because it happens so suddenly and stuff like that but like you even said the laugh would have been more if we if we got the gore if we yeah. got like the the, the close-up the, cut the vice of, closing of the, the vice closing in on the head yeah and you know it's it's little stuff like that that I kept on like seeing. I'm like I'm like seeing between the lines. It's I'm fun. like why? Like maybe this was edited to a PG-13. Right. That's a possibility too. It's very possible. You're and, right. and I think that's what. It, to be honest, I don't, I would actually place a bet that that's what happened because there's so much of this that seems like it should have been or could have been yeah. rated R. Oh, for sure. 
For sure. I mean, this this the story alone is like just teed up. Subject for matter alone. Oh, come on. Eighties slasher horror. Exactly. So I you know modern I don't know. teenagers stuck in an eighties slashers horror movie. Like, it could have it could have been a lot more fun and enjoyable and and even though it was to some degree, for me, I felt like I kept on just seeing the the more potential of fun that it could have and should have had. You're right. And, but that made me frustrated. But I think I've made you into a horror fan because you're seeing all the same things that I was seeing while mm, watching it. Yeah, but I don't want to endure that, that pain over <laughs> and over. You don't have to. You don't have to. You can watch good horror flicks. But I, mean, I, I, I still enjoyed my time with it. I thought that it was a really fun concept. I liked all the actors in it. I thought, you know... I. I, I thought the troops they played on were fun. They had some original funny jokes in it. It's definitely going to make you laugh at times. Uh, and it's free, for the most part, streaming on Hulu. So if you want to check out Final Girls, I think it's at least worth worth your time. You, I, I don't think you're going to get a whole lot out of it, but I think there's a lot of fun to be had there. I would love for someone else to maybe take this concept and just go full ham with it because I think I think I, I, I think this was a half measured step towards what this really could have been. I mean, this movie came out in twenty fifteen. You know, here we are now in twenty twenty five years later. And I think an audience is more comfortable with meta and stuff like that. And I think if you made this movie now, you could go a whole lot further with it and have a whole lot more fun with it. Yeah. But yeah, you know, with especially with if you gave it an R rating. I mean, just not it not having a heart an R rating really hurt the experience. Uh because I, and it's not that I feel like movies need an R rating or anything like that. I just feel like this movie, given the fact that it's teenagers, modern teenagers, stuck in an 80s slasher movie, and there's no blood and gore. It just doesn't make sense. I feel I, like you cut saying. out half it, your joke. It just didn't seem right. It didn't right. feel right. There was something off from it. And exactly. I don't know what happened. But All right, Jay, what else did yeah. you get down to watching this week? Well, really quickly, i like to say um, I saw that the movie Ava is now in the top 10 list on Netflix. And I saw it a week or two prior before it got to Netflix. And I, you know, I'm ashamed to say that I did spend money to watch it and rent it. But it is one of the worst movies I've seen over the last few months, and it's horrible. So I recommend not seeing this movie. But it's free now. It's free now. It's free now. Yes. So, yes. And, you know, Taylor directed this thing. He did The Help. Jessica Chastain, uh, John Malkovich, Colin Farrell's in this thing. It's a corny, I literally liked every movie you just named. European action movie. And she plays uh, like a black ops hit woman you know and 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 then the agency's out to get her you know and, and then she's just trying to like survive it's just the stupidest fucking movie like haywire atomic blonde oh, but and worse stuff like that but not as good oh it's terrible it's terrible and, and, and it just was not executed well at all and it was such a disappointment not fun at all action sucked uh she's no charlies <laughs> and um it was a big disappointment because it could have been a lot more interesting. And, you know, it wasn't just the directing. But the when it's free stuff. and everyone has Netflix, is it still a big disappointment? Is it a disappointment for you because you dropped 20 bucks on it? Well, I didn't drop. I dropped like six or something like that. <laughs> I, I, I rented it. Like uh, but still a little upset by that six bucks. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but if you're into that kind of easy, cheesy kind of action movies, fuck it. It's free. I guess. It's on Netflix. But, Fair you know, enough. it's a D plus movie for me. I mean, it was nothing good at all. All right, Jay, you got an indie corner for us to uh, talk about? I know you were talking about you might have a few a few in the bank. I think I got a little something-something. All right. So why don't you go pull yourself a bourbon knee, and I'll curl my mustache just right, because 
for some reason, I just found out that I can curl my mustache. <laughs> I've been doing it. My wife told me I have to immediately shave it. So <laughs> we'll put on our square frame glasses that we wear, ironically, because our eyesight is both 2020. And we will get ourselves over for Jay's Indie Corner. All right, man, what's the name of this little indie ditty that you've brought to us today? A Rainy Day in New York. All right. So, again, you know, first time listening, Jake, Jay has an indie title, uh, an indie movie he's going to talk about. He just gives me title, and I come up with a synopsis based on title alone. Uh, I'm always wrong, but I have fun coming up with my own movie concepts. And most sound more interesting than the movies themselves. So, a rainy day in New York, like, I picture, like, I picture a guy, right? Like, I picture a day laborer, you know, you have a guy who, he works for the city. He works for, he works for, let, 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 let's say the water, the water company, or, or you know, he, he spends his time in the sewers. And we always know that there's the story of crocodiles in the sewers. So, he spends a, a day in the sewers doing his normal maintenance job and it starts to rain and he has to finish this job because i don't know let's say there's pipes blocked or something to 32nd street i don't even know if there's a 32nd street i don't live in new york i don't know shit but anyway as the as as the sewers start to fill up he starts finding out that it's full of crocodiles and it's essentially crawl but in new york new york and he's got to fight crocodiles in the sewers and survive until he gets out. Hmm. Yeah. Wasn't there a movie similar like that? Yeah, it was called Crawl. Crawl. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. said that. It's like yeah. Crawl, but it's New York. But like, would it be like teen, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in there too to help him out? No. 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 Okay. Just, just, just him <laughs> fighting crocodilians. <laughs> you know. I mean, okay. he, he will get to the super mutated croc at some point, but yeah, that's that, that, that's a little far down the line. Um, but I, I just, I just, I just really want a guy who who sounds like the way the Ghostbusters act in Ghostbusters too. What do it look like we're doing here? Why don't you let us work? We let you work. Yeah, take it. He's been working overtime. I tell you why we're here. We're here because some diaper back downtown is being a jerk. I'm making this work on a Friday night. Am I right, Peter? Of course you're right, Raymond. Is he right, Ziggy? Yo. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Jay. Uh, what is this movie actually about? All right, this is written and directed by Woody Allen. Well, I already know. And Woody Allen's movie got pulled last fall when this was supposed to come out because of the the uh, I guess the drama behind the scenes of Woody Allen being Woody Allen and whatever trauma or abuse or whatever allegations were out there at the time. Um, well, this is when people were like, oh, you're fucking your I, But your they've daughter. been saying that for 40 years. So, I know. I, mean, I don't understand. I, don't, I just, what, I don't know. I, I just, I don't get it right now. But Well, it was the height of the movement. and I Oh, the, me too. That, or I guess that's what it was. I don't know. I, it's hard to keep track anymore. <laughs> Look, I haven't really liked the Woody Allen movie since like Matchpoint. I think Matchpoint was Match the last Point one. Matchpoint I do love. I love Matchpoint. I think that was the last there, one there, I liked. I think there's been one or two since Matchpoint that I've liked. Um, this one is the middle of the road kind, I would say. Didn't he him? do Love in Paris with, uh, with oh, Owen oh, Wilson? Oh, Midnight in Paris Midnight was in really Paris. good. That was really good. Yes. Um, this one is a mediocre 
I would say Woody Allen film. And it has a nice little concept. You know, it's, it takes place in one day. It mainly follows Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Who just hosted SNL and he was awful. Sorry to say. It was okay in some it was stuff. Awful. <laughs> he spent so much time laughing. I couldn't fucking stand it. that's the way he sounded the whole time (laughs) that is his personality he's very like high strung yeah um and yeah i know that is him kind of yeah i I hated it i hated it yeah i don't hate him he's on he's a little uncomfortable when that kind of stuff but um yeah so so timothy shall i only saw a couple cuts it's raining in new york i'm assuming yeah so his girlfriend played by l fanning they come and visit his family in New York City. They're supposed to spend a great day Say in New right. York. Say it right. New York. New York. New York. Manhattan, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and drama ensues. Things happen. She goes off and she follows Leah Schreiber around because he's big director going through some shit and she's How trying she to just get follows a, him a story fucking from him schreiber yeah exactly and you know and and then he goes off and follows selena gomez's character around and i'd follow and that Lee. gets into i wouldn't follow selena gomez well, and then, i don't care about her she looks like a brat's doll i'd follow yeah. Liam schreiber around yeah now. diego luna comes into play jude law comes into play it has a lot of actors in this film truth and, be told i only care about diego luna <laughs> if he has k2so behind him voiced by Alan Tunic, right. <laughs> and it's again one of these like you know they're supposed to play yuppies. You know they're very well educated. They're supposed to be well off. It's all placed in New York City, and, and you know, and 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 just they keep plotting along, and little misadventures keep happening. And it, there's nothing interesting overtly that happens throughout the day, and it's that the whole time that this movie is playing. And it's, thank God it's only ninety minutes. Um, so you're not recommending? I'm it. not recommending it, and and it did it did came on. I rented this, and because I was interested in coming um, with this movie uh, when it came out last year, and then it went away, obviously, and then it just magically appeared, and <laughs> no marketing, it just popped up, and I saw it on iTunes, so I rented it. But poof, um, it is. It's okay. It's it's not worth your time. It it is. And like I said, it's just a mediocre Woody Allen film. So. If you just want to put something on and it's a Woody Allen film and you're a fan of Woody Allen, you might have some enjoyment. Not so much, no. But it's not worth going, you know, and spending money on. Yeah. You know, I, I like bananas. Yeah. I like I, I like old Woody Allen. I like Match Point. There's some things. There's Midnight much, in Paris, I like. Yeah, there's much better films yeah, out there to watch. I, I just uh, I, I don't I don't I don't care for this. I don't like Timothy Chalamet that much. Uh I do look forward to it's crazy. He did an okay job with the role he, with with what he was doing with it. I do look forward to seeing him in Dune when Blue I watch Jasmine it was on HBO good. Max. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Blue uh, Jasmine. I I would say and and Midnight in Paris are the most recent ones of his that were really good. Vicky Bar- Vicky Christina Barcelona. Fantastic. I love love that movie. Yeah, and of course, like we said, um, you know, Match uh, Match Point Match Point yeah. was was super good. Yeah. So so skip this Woody Allen movie. Go watch my movie instead, where we follow. Oh yeah. Where we follow a uh, you know a sewer maintenance guy fighting off crocodiles in the sewer as it slowly fills up with rain and he's about to drown. We need that yeah. in our lives. That's that that's that's probably the better one. Yes. Rainy day in New York, and 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 the poster is just a dude wandering through the sewers with a giant crocodile mouth like swimming towards him. It's kind of like Lake Placid. Perfect. It's like, but it's Sign like me up. rainy day in New York, <laughs> and that's the joke. Another lovely rainy day in New York, eh? <laughs> 
Hey man, you still working for the city? Yeah, I'm still working for the city. But you know what? You know the life of a plumber. Shit rolls downhill. Don't show your fingernails. And paydays on Friday. It's <laughs> the life of Sounds a plumber. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. All right, Jay. Me and you did watch a movie together. Uh, not together, but you watched it. I watched it. We're both going to talk about Spiritually, it. Spiritually, we're holding hands yeah. while we're watching yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it, it's, it was written and directed by Sofia Coppola. We adore. And you adore. I adore. <laughs> I like some things. Yeah. There's things that I've really enjoyed throughout her career. Her sensibilities, I like. Uh, the execution of her films? Not always. Not always. Yeah, like I, we're talking Virgin Suicides. I'll sing her praises, right? But oh, Lost in Translation for me. Lost in that's, Translation that's, that's as my well. A plus. You know, seal. We're, we're, but but if we're if we're gonna get into Marie Antoinette, not so much for me. It grows on you. I, I think that no, that that no, was a little before no, his time. We're gonna talk about this movie. Probably not so much either. But it does star Bill Murray and the ever lovely. The reason I probably watched it, other than Bill Murray, Rashida Jones. I love Rashida Jones. She's a doll absolutely i do adore her and i i i didn't watch trailer for this you told me just to watch it because it's on apple tv plus yeah and we've been talking about and there's not many things to watch on apple exactly so you gotta take advantage of these moments and and i and and my wife was like who's in that and i was like it's rashida jones and it's bill murray my wife's like all right i'll watch that so so we watched it without watching a trailer surprised to see that marlon waynes is in it i know i was surprised too and Mm -hmm. and jenny slay had a nice little funny cameo small role not as funny as i as i think jenny slate is true <laughs> daddy someone set your car on fire because you took too long money please <laughs> <laughs> jenny slate will always be that character for me <laughs> that's nice um from from parks and rec but anyway um but yeah it, it, it there, there was uh, I, I enjoyed the acting in this movie you know, far better than I think I enjoyed the story. You know, I, I, it's a silly, simple story. And I think that, you know, I think Sophia was trying to make a film about, about a relationship between a mother, uh, I'm sorry, a, a, a father and a daughter wrapped up in a little cliche twit. Hi, Dad. Hey, kiddo. Oh my gosh, do you look beautiful. You live. How's your mom's hip? Good, thanks. Good. He thinks you're my girlfriend. Bryce. Been busy? Yeah. Dean's traveling with clients all the time, and I'm just the buzzkill waiting to schedule things. Just, I'm so stuck. So Dean's going away a lot, huh? On business trips? Dad. Raise your hand if that sounds fishy. He's not like you. He's a good guy, a great dad. Sure. It's nature. Males are forced to fight, to dominate, and to impregnate all females. Not interested in me anymore. Impossible. A woman is at her most beautiful between the ages of 35 and 39. Great. So I have many months left. She believes that her husband is cheating. Her father was a notorious playboy. Yes. And he knows all the telltale signs of when someone's cheating. Yes. So he basically convinces her that he that her husband, played by Marlon Waynes, is up to no good. And they're going on a series of misadventures to prove that Marlon Wayans is a cheating some bitch, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it really you know culminates in in them rekindling their relationship, uh, the relationship in that Rashida Jones and sure. her father, played by Bill Murray. It's the rekindling of that relationship, and not so much the rekindling of her relationship with her husband. It's almost like there's problems because she's stuck in a rut in life that she's looking for problems where there aren't any. 
and she right. allowed her father to steer her in that direction. But there's an interesting thing that happens towards the end of the movie where she talks about always idolizing like her father's watch, Bill Murray's watch, and he gives it to her for her birthday. And then later on, she gets a watch from her husband and she takes the, the father's watch off and puts on his watch and stuff like that. And it's almost like her character shedding the skin of the trauma that can be caused from your parents yeah. and yeah. stuff like that, you know, no longer it living is. your life according to your parents uh, because, you know, th- while they raise us, they, they remain so, so much a part of us. Uh, and you only truly become an adult when you've actually become your own person and shed the skin that you felt like you've been wearing your whole life for your parent. And I, I picked up on a lot of those little things. I'm still stuff waiting like for that, that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, bud. Me too. I got to watch this character go through that transformation <laughs> waiting for it to happen to me and i realize it probably won't happen until about 63 64 i think like right around that age uh, then but, i can start really living but i mean i i like i i enjoyed the movie i enjoyed the story i loved bill murray i loved rashida jones yeah. you know i loved everybody that was in it it's just you know i when it ended i was just like it was one of those things where like it ends and i'm just like that's it i know i know it it's, That's it? it's 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 underdeveloped. I want to say it's under. Eh. It, I could say it's half baked, right? Film it's, it's, where it's it, funny, it but it's not some funny. good ideas. Yeah, it had a decent script idea, and it just didn't have the the best dialogue. It didn't no. have the best story idea. It, it had a little bit too much of an obvious cliffhanger, uh, not cliffhanger, but like sprinkled uh, cliched story bites to keep them yeah. feeling like he was cheating on her I know. and was he or wasn't he we'll find out but at the same time you know, you know while watching it like I, I was like it was funny but not funny enough it was yeah. emotional but not emotional enough it went it, it went deep into the relationship of of her and her father but like not enough like we didn't get enough backstory and stuff to really feel and I why did, her and her I, father I, were estranged i did kind of struggle with that towards the end too where like the bill bill murray didn't open up the way I wanted him to as, as much as I thought. Yeah, but does your father ever to. open up to you the way you want no, him to? No, never. <laughs> so, that's, that's good point. Realistic. That's a very well good point. Okay, thank no, you. But, but, but again, but they clearly I have still a had an enjoyable time watching this. You know, it, oh, it's an it was easy fun. watch. Was and, and the fact that it's on Apple and it's free and it does have free some for you. fun. But this isn't a movie that's going to make anyone want to jump on Apple TV Plus and get it. I agree. I 100% agree. And I'm surprised that some people are trying to push this um, in Hollywood for like a Holly, uh, like an awardsy thing. Sophia Coppola is a name, and she's a name that comes with awards buzz. She's a name that comes with with a pedigree. Obviously, she's a Coppola. Uh, you know, so uh, uh, yeah, I can see why. But at the, and especially great in a, wines, <laughs> and especially in a year where we haven't had a whole lot to like grasp sure. onto and stuff like that, I could see where where, where this might be pushed. But the, but the, you know this. This isn't the nomination to to to, to fall no. on your sword for. No. You know, it's just it's it's a fine movie. But really, yeah. in the end, you know, it it's not like it's a letdown, but like it's just like, huh. Well, all right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's a very like, all right, all right, all right movie. Like it just right. ends and like I don't I don't feel like any of our characters are 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 incredibly changed by the journey yeah. that they went on. You know, I, I, I just feel like it's a slice of life movie where we didn't get enough information on especially the relationship between Rashida Jones and her father played by um, played by Bill Murray. Yeah. I, I agree. I think we're on the same page with that, um, for the most part. And, you know, for me I was a little disappointed because I had a lot more expectation going into it, even though I still say I did enjoy my time with it. 
um, I was ultimately let down because I was expecting something a lot more. It always felt like it was building to something that was going to make you like really get invested. Really get into it. And it never did. No. It never did. And where and where and when it ends, you were just like, huh, I guess we're all a little uh, guilty of, of doing this uh, at some point, you know, without spoiling it. Yeah. yeah we're, we're, and and we're, 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 we all live inside our head a little bit too much. We oh, all, sure. We, 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 we let outside influences influence our relationships and, and stuff like that. I think we're all guilty of that. But at the same time, they didn't explore maybe the consequences of that enough either. You know, because um, there's clearly a lack of communication that's going on between her and her husband. Yes. But they and, didn't and get they, into that. Well, they kind of show why. But at the same time, you know, if they had that close of relationship, shouldn't they? We also don't get a resolution because still... we don't know whether he was actually cheating or not. We, we, we no, think they did. No. No, yeah, they, they did. No. You think the red box is enough to say that he wasn't? It just means he bought his wife a gift. It doesn't mean he wasn't cheating. And just because the woman she thought that he was cheating on him with what turned out to be a lesbian no, that's, doesn't. That's what I was going to get with. But that's the thing. Like, doesn't they, mean but they that were following he, him the whole time and he was always with her and always with the team. Here's the thing. When she so com- there was nobody else. When that he she was confronts with. him about the cheating and what she thought, you know, he 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 immediately takes it to a place where it's like, I've just been trying to impress you. I've been trying to be the man that you that, that that you that you want me to be the man that you deserve. I want it to be. And he's like, I'm just so stressed out all the time. I'm just so blah 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 this and that and stuff. I'm like that's exactly what I would do if I was cheating. I would fucking deflect and make this all about me and then how 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 I'm the victim. But what there. if you were cheating? <laughs> how the fuck would you respond? I would do the same thing. I would exactly make- <laughs> exactly. There's no resolution here is what there's, I'm saying. There's no, I mean, like, uh, there's no real resolution here. Fuck. Stay single, people. <laughs> stay, stay single. That's what you say. Meanwhile, you still jerk it off with your own tears <laughs> on your fucking lonely nights. <laughs> stay single, people. <laughs> stay single. <laughs> Drip. <laughs> Ever since I've been single, my, my fucking loads have been practically nothing. <laughs> Especially during COVID time, yeah. Ooh, drink more water. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jake, do you got a score for uh, for on um, the rocks? I, I'm gonna give it a B. I'm gonna give it a B. All right, I'm I'm lower than that. I'm I'm about a B minus. You know, like I said, I, I I had fun with a lot of the moments, especially the Rashida Jones and and Bill Murray moments, especially when they're in Mexico and stuff like that. I love the duality of like of, of like their characters. One person who doesn't believe in in monogamy, uh, her father, and, and, and another who who who. You know, really, I guess does in a way believe in monogamy, and she's struggling with that aspect of her life because because of the way she was raised. And yeah, of I, I I think there's some there's some great scenes. I I and I I just don't think that this story ever really came together in any type of meaningful way that right. made me like fall in love with it. Right, and that's why I think um you know I think it's a simple idea, and I think you know I don't want to say I keep saying it half baked, but. I think no the simple dialogue... ideas. Simple ideas work. You just have to flush them out and make it work for your story. Yeah. And they didn't do that here. It just didn't quite work. No, but Bill Murray's still Bill Murray. Still enjoyable. Yeah, still yeah. enjoyable. So that's going to do it for Super Movie Brothers this week. Uh, if this is the second, third, fourth, fifth, tenth episode that you were listening to, please consider leaving us a five star review or a one star. I mean, whatever. Just just if you write something down, just we're gonna be f- honest. We're a fucking read it's it on the show. Honest. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it out. If you call me a fucking fuck boy, I'll read it on the show. I don't care. Ooh, do that. No, don't do that. Don't leave us a one star review and call me a no, fuck boy. No. Make it a five star. Five star. Make it a five star. No, a five star. Make it a five star fuck boy. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. Is that what you chant to yourself Legendary. as you jerk off with your tears? I'm a five-star <laughs> fuckboy. I'm a five-star fuckboy. I'm going to start using that, though. <laughs> That's going to get me through next week. Don't put it on your Tinder profile. I'm not sure if it'll work out well for you. And then, of course, uh, we... We have a Patreon, so if you are enjoying this episode and other Super Movie Bros episodes, you want more Super Movie Bros content, then head over to our Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Super Movie Bros Podcast. Oh, yeah. There, uh, for just $1 a month, you can get all the additional episodes and content that, that is available over there. And then, of course, if you'd like to comment on anything you heard during this episode, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at Super Movie Pod. Twitter, I am at J underscore SMB. Instagram, J, uh, Super Movie Bros, and then also on Facebook, Super Movie Bros Podcast. And then, of course, we are part of a network. We are part of the Age of Radio Podcasting Network. You can check out us and all of the great shows that are available over there at ageofradio.org. I want to thank all of you for listening. Have a great one. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.